Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With over $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs, the NFL is back in action. And so is winning season at MyBookie. Head to MyBookie.ag to choose from a variety of boosts and free bets and get in on the fan-favorite $100,000 Super Contest, which only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against the spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. In order to get started, make your first deposit over at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That's right, double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Oh man, I... I can't wait to get to my my week fifteen touchdown because I, I I have some words. I have a couple of words, just one or two words for this NFL weekend that continues into today until tomorrow. So uh, many words to say, but uh, welcome, uh, Sex Panther. Oh uh, yeah, hey Sex Panther, how you doing? Oh, uh, I, I I can't do a good Sex Panther impression this morning, guys. My voice is all f from yesterday i'm i'm not sex panther though <laughs> sexy maxi what's happening man I, well you know what i'm i'm alive that's that's the good news i feel like today i'm alive i feel i feel similarly to mad max about this last weekend it really i really wish it could have ended yesterday uh but um unfortunately <laughs> it actually continues through tomorrow uh, as far as the nfl is concerned and so uh you know I'm just going to step on up and take another because <laughs> that's that's what we do here. But um, yesterday was quite a brutal day, to say the least. Mad Max, were, were you feeling kind of similarly? I was. But before we get to that, I, I just have to just make a comment for you. So I, I've done a show with you while you were in, I believe, what was it, Hawaii, right? Yeah. You were mm-hmm. in Hawaii once. Yeah. And uh, this year you're like, oh, well, I'm going to escape the fucking blistering cold of Colorado by going to the fucking blistering cold of Minnesota. So, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I, I get that you got to visit family. But listen, family should just go back to Hawaii. Just just, just everyone yeah. go back to Hawaii at this point. You know, I'd love it if they would all just move to Hawaii anywhere. I mean, even, <laughs> actually, if they, if they would just move here closer to me, then I could stay in the studio. I could keep this. I could I could have my setup, you know, locked in. But. No, I you you do have to go back to Minnesota periodically, but there are some things that you can only get in Minnesota. For instance, I got to go see the Wild uh, play the Sabers, and actually, oh, hey. first, I oh. had the game uh, I had the game ca- uh, post or canceled, well postponed, and uh, against the Hurricanes, <laughs> and then the Sabers game happened, and uh, that was I mean it, I got to see a shootout. That's kind of fun, right? Oh, nice, very cool. Yeah, and and you watch lots of cartoons. Yes, uh, lots clear. Of cartoons. Well, you know, actually, the Sax Kitten was with me, so there wasn't much cartoon viewing necessary. Oh, that's too bad. That's that's too bad. <laughs> All right, it was an interesting week. Uh, Sex Panther was taking a victory lap on Saturday, He's laughing at us for liking the Pats, and then uh, <laughs> every team in his top three power rankings was looking a little suspect. Max. <laughs> I'm going to get into that, by the way. Yeah, you should. I'm going to get into that because point number one of Max's week 15 touchdowns, we still know nothing. I made that point to Maxie 
few weeks ago, and, and he, you reiterated on the show yesterday that perhaps there's just no good teams right now in this league. There's just good matchups. This weekend might have moved that theory closer to reality because uh, that D-Gen rank took a punch to the mouth, a punch to the mouth that probably would have also knocked out Tyron Woodley. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh. Uh, bad punch for the D-Gen rank. Uh, let's start with Saturday. Let's start with that Saturday game where the Patriots got dominated by the Colts. Let's also rewind, uh, guys, Panthers victory lap. Let's rewind a few weeks ago. When uh, Do you remember when I put the Colts in my top five, my D-Gen rank, and I, I got fucking it. slaughtered by Panther? <laughs> when he just ridiculed me, he's like, how dare you, how dare you put the Colts in the top five? I can't believe that. Well, anyway, he's he's running his victory lap. You know, I wanted to bet Indianapolis too. I just I really was freaked out. The, the specter of the Pats, just that fear is there. Well, maybe Indy just showed the league is definitely just like this, where it's a bad matchup. And this is how you deal with a bully. You you bully them first. You bully them often. Jonathan Taylor ran all over that fucking defense. And he's proven that he's the best back in the game right now with with uh, uh, one uh, King George still out. But then you look at what Carson Wentz did. <laughs> 57 fucking yards. That's all they needed. Mm -hmm. And uh, Indy beat the Pats 27-17. So, yeah, Panther, enjoy your victory lap, and and we'll we'll re-listen to the show where uh, you ridiculed me about the Colts. Point number two, we still know nothing, continued. Uh, Let's talk about the Cardinals next. Arizona managed to win games this season without both Murray and Hopkins in their lineup, so surely they would beat the fuck out of the Lions despite not having DeAndre Hopkins around this weekend. Nope. In his greatest win for the Rams ever, Jared Goff had three fucking touchdowns, led Detroit to a 30-12 domination of Arizona. Arizona's first road loss this season, by the way. Mm. I think it also demonstrates some very glaring holes in their defense. Uh, Detroit, uh, Detroit was able to establish the run. They controlled the clock. And their offensive line gave Goff enough time to throw the ball. Uh, Cardinals... Guess where they guess what they get next week? At home, they get to host the Colts. Oh no. After mm. that, they head to Dallas. And then they close out the season with Seattle. This was this was a game that they could not afford to lose if they wanted the top seed in the NFC. And well, they lost it. Point number three, we still know nothing continued. Next on my list, if you hadn't guessed already, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this was a team I had clear above every other team in the league. Well, Saints came marching into town, prevented the Bucks not only from winning, but also from scoring a fucking point. And this, once again, might be the evidence of good matchups in this league because New Orleans is just a nightmare for the Bucks this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa Bay, we know they had a slew of injuries heading into this one, but to put up a goddamn goose egg on Sunday night football, I mean, it's time to burn down the DJ rank star all over. Point number four, and no, in burning down the DJ ranking starting all over, I'm not going to rank the goddamn Packers any higher this week. Green Bay was one of the high win percentage teams. Note, I'm not going to say good teams. A high win percentage team that notched a win this weekend. And they did so because Harbaugh was just out to prove a point, wasn't he? Blew up his goddamn face. Let's, let's just get in the way back machine. Let's go all the way back to week 13. The 8-3 and three Ravens had just scored a touchdown against their division rivals, the Steelers. Put, put them behind by a single point. 
John Harbaugh sends his offense out into the field, go for two and go for the win. Gutsy fucking call. And you remember, I love that call. Well, they didn't get the two, but you know what? I still defended the decision. Fast forward back to this game, and the Ravens, without their star, star quarterback, managed to get a potential game-tying TD with less than a minute left. Harbaugh lines up the offense once again, tries to draw the defense off sides, and then calls timeout. Because now, there it is, Justin Tucker, automatic fucking extra point, push this thing into overtime, right? No. Cute fucking Harbaugh. Trying to end his two-game losing streak. Going for it again. Deja fucking vu. And they miss again. So the frauds, they, they, they make their way to 11-3, and three, while the Ravens now drop to 8-6 and six on the year, find themselves behind the Bengals in the AFC North. So wh- when I defended him, I loved the decision a few weeks ago because there was really not much to lose. Uh, the Bengals had just lost, so they weren't going to lose any ground in the AFC North. You know, so Baltimore had a good lead in the AFC North. They, you know, they, they playing in overtime in hostile environment, trying to avoid that in Pittsburgh. So I, it was a sound decision, but this one's tougher for me to defend. You know, I get that you probably fear an aging Aaron Rodgers more than you do an aging Big Ben. So uh, you try to knock them out, avoid o- overtime is a nice dream, but you're at home. You're, you're in a better environment here. And losing this one means a three-game losing skid. It means falling behind the Bengals in the standings. So the risk-reward in this one was a different ratio here. And uh, now I get to fucking deal with the D-Gen Rankin Panthers putting the goddamn frauds as number one. Get to heal, hear these delusional Packers fans shouting how good they fucking are. And uh, they, they won because of a stupid fucking decision by Harbaugh. Point number five, no post-coach bump for you. Whoa! oh man i avoided that one thank god uh jaguars missed the message about playing harder for a new coach texans beat the beat the jaguars 30 to 16 yesterday Hmm. that loss puts the jaguars in a very familiar situation that being last place in the league with their loss and the lions win jacksonville now is in line for the number one pick in the draft once again houston now slotted in as the number three pick but i think houston's pick might go to the Dolphins, for some reason. I think Houston doesn't get a pick this year again. Uh, Jets, they lost to that Dolphins team, so that puts them at 3-11. and 11. They are fourth in the draft right now. Giants, they lost to the Cowboys. And let me pause about the Cowboys, because I, I don't think for a second here that I, I'm not going to let the Cowboys off the hook this week. Yeah, they won. Yeah, they beat the Giants, but man, their offense still looks like shit. Defense, the defense, I called it. It looks elite against that feeble Giants offense, but the eh, Cowboys got some problems too. But they won, and that puts the Giants at 4-10, and 10, situated into the fifth spot for the draft. So, once again, the New York teams, uh, yeah, you guys both fucking suck. Point number six, Bills got the win. Hey, how about that? Stop the bleeding by beating up on a hapless Panthers team yesterday. Ended their two-game skid. But they cannot bask in the glory of a win for too long. You know where the Bills head next week? You know what that, that, that December 26 matchup is? It's in Foxborough. Hmm. Get the Patriots once again. It could be the game that decides the East because Buffalo, after this, they uh, they get the Falcons and the Jets. Winnable games. Patriots get the Jaguars. You know what their last game of the season is? Got to head down to Miami. Uh-oh. Pick on Brian oh, Flores boy. and the Dolphins. That's that be a hard not, curfew. That, that's not good. That's not good. So I, I you kind of feel like the Patriots have to win this game coming up this week uh, to win the uh, East. And, and the Bills know that. So, listen, the Bills get the win. Uh, they probably win the East here. They got a big win over uh, the Panthers yesterday. And once again, proving that uh, 
Damn, Newton. Not so good. Not so good. <laughs> extra point. Sorry, guys. I missed the extra point this week. Maybe I should have gone for two like Harbaugh did. That is Max's week 15 oh, touchdown. <laughs> My goodness. A lot, a lot to digest there, Mad Max. A lot to digest there. I, um, Honestly, I, I have a couple of points. I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm kind of like Panther where my brain is scattered, you know, some <laughs> level of CTE and dementia is affecting me at this point. So I basically just have a few little thoughts about the season at this point. Um, and, but that parody season is continuing. Roger Goodell's fever dream is unstoppable this year. Uh, we've had, uh, we have two games over three weeks left in this season left at this moment. And only one team has clinched their division at this point. Normally it feels like, uh, some crap division like the AFC South would have gifted the Colts or some playoff guarantee at this point. But at, it is so damn close this season. It really feels like it's going to come down to week 18 for just about everybody. Um, the Titans are fascinating to me. You know, uh, with Derrick Henry coming back, they seem like a team that should be on the rise. But having lost to Pittsburgh yesterday in uh, what was just an ugly looking game, the Colts are coming in hot in the rearview mirror. And I think. May I mean it looks like you know some people say it's like a nine percent chance to win the division. I, I I like those Colts. I just like the Colts to keep doing what they do because they are a a real ugly just win a game football team. And Frank Reich is that kind of a, a great coach for that. Um, let's see here. My game total bets are trending up. Finally, the last two weeks I've gone two for three in total. So hey. next weekend, if I continue on this. First off, I may show profit. Second off, I may move up to betting $2 by the end of the season. So we are improving. This is, it's, it's, it's really a crapshoot, but I feel like I'm, I'm getting a little bit better at feeling these totals. Um, and then finally, off of Mad Max's point regarding uh, Harbaugh, what's, what's wrong with coaches, man? Are, are they, do they, they have to be right. They have to prove their personal points so bad. The thing that I hate about uh, both of those calls um, I, I didn't like it either time because both times you ha- had about 40 seconds left on the clock for the other team to potentially move the ball down the field. I, I don't like the idea of going for to, um, you know, making it, forcing the other team to just go and kick a field goal. You, you're going to need to stop them from kicking a field goal anyway. You may as well play for overtime, it feels like. there's uh, and, and just guarantee that as opposed to coin flip on a play, you know, unless you have some true advantage. It doesn't feel like going for two in those situations is all that great an option. So that's me going for two and uh, wrapping up my thoughts on this. It's, it's been a crapshoot of year. And yesterday, the only things that I did well on were my spread bets. Everything else was yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the going for two. I do. I, I think that when you're down by one, you always go for two, no matter what. Unless Unless your team is absolutely decimated, go for two. Keep the ball. Call your best play. See what happens. I like that. I like that call. You understand what I'm saying, though, here is I think the risk reward was wasn't there this week. You know, uh, it's it, it, I, it was too, it's too much. Uh, you can't afford to lose fucking three games in a row like this. Yeah, maybe. And they maybe did, so. And they did. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, are you, I mean, seriously, would you rather take a 50 50 chance that you might get the ball back? And then, and then whatever the percentage is that Aaron Rodgers doesn't score versus I get a chance to win the game of the ball at the two and a half yard line. The way that the way that that team was playing in the fourth quarter. I, yeah. At that point, I take my chances. Oh, I, oh. I do. I, yeah. th- I think they, they, they were frustrating uh, Rodgers towards the end of that game. 
and they were able to move the ball on that fucking uh, vaulted, vaunted uh, Green Bay defense. Yeah, so, they, were. they were. I don't know. I I I would have taken the chance there. Um, I, again, I'm I I love the call a few weeks ago, and I'm I'm a big fan of going for for two to win. Just fucking stab it in the jugular. But yeah, I just you know looking at what they could have gotten out of winning this one versus losing this one. I I. I would have played it a little bit safer. You got the best fucking kicker in the league right now. Just an automatic close his fucking eyes, kick the goddamn fucking extra point, And then, you know, then uh, if you, if you go, if you go in overtime, you know, you can get it to like what the, you know, the 40 yard line and have a chance of fucking kicking a game winning field goal with this guy. So that's assuming you, it's assuming that's not the opening drive. Right, right, right. Yeah. There's a lot of factors. There's, <laughs> I know. No, there's I a lot. I, I think it, there, I, I just think it. there's a lot more factors against you for kicking one than there is. This, we've got it at our two and a half. All we have to do is get in the end zone and we win the game. Yeah, but if you had well, Lamar Jackson, I mean, I, it but, didn't go quite well a couple weeks ago, but you got Lamar Jackson. Do you feel better about that? I like how Huntley yeah. was playing, but you feel a little bit better if you got Lamar Jackson back there. Game flow is such a hard thing because analytics, the analytics guys don't believe in game flow. They don't believe in momentum. Right. right so right. it's a tough, it's a tough call. Yeah. Uh, what was I? I had some thoughts. They're all gone now. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, here's, the, here's the thing. Tampa Bay might be the best team in football. Tampa Bay lost to New Orleans. Tampa Bay is better than New Orleans. All three of those statements can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, all three. Of the, I know mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. These, these kind of these kind of nuance gets confused later on in the week, <laughs> but the, the, this the, the, all these things can be true. Uh, Kansas City and Green Bay might not be the two best teams in the NFL in their division. You know, in in their conferences. Sorry mm-hmm. to say, it just the, the, all these things can be true. Max is, keeps uh, banging the drum here. It's matchups. Saxy and I talked about this yesterday. Tampa Bay just does not match up well against the Saints. So, yeah. Yep. I mean, we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting coming down, but we should take a break. Yeah, we definitely should. I mean, I, I, we, we, can, we, can still, I mean, we can still keep talking. There's not much like in basketball and hockey later, so we'll keep talking football after the break. We'll I still hate the football NBA games, today. Right? God damn. I hate, I hate the NBA, and there's no NHL either. There's like two games in the NHL. Anyway, uh, where are you hating the NBA and NHL at? Over at Odds Jam, developed by Stanford Engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. They have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place profitable bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Get used to winning with Odds Jam. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you watch that Colts-Patriots game, that the, the offensive line by the Colts, oh, they are so scary. Yeah. Those are some brutal men right there, man. They are some savages. I, I, so to just keep going on about the, these NFL points, I think you're right. I, I still think Tampa is the best team mm-hmm. in football. Mm-hmm. I still think Tampa is the best team in football. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe when I run my metrics, I'm not going to see that big of a, a gap between one and two anymore. But uh, Tampa is still the best team. And, yeah, they'll be happy that the Saints will be eliminated and not in the fucking playoffs. Right, right. They should be. <laughs> For real. For real. Wow. Oh. 
All right. Well, we do have two games tonight. All right. right. We still have, we still have mm-hmm. two games to, to talk about as well. So this game, this week continues because then we got two games tomorrow to talk about as well. You were asking, um, you were begging for this, they? and now you're sick of I it. Was, and now I, you're no, really I'm not, no, I'm loving it. This is, this is fucking <laughs> glorious. I mean, because we get the Raiders and the Browns to kick things off at what, a 4 p.m. Eastern game? 4 p.m. I Eastern. mean, come on. I mean, people are going to be fucking like, you know, watching this game at work, right? It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas week. Um, Who does work on Christmas week? It's, 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 yeah. it's over. <sighs> Let's hope so. <laughs> hey, I don't think the, the Browns or the Raiders are going to be doing much work either. Panther made the joke. If you were betting on this throughout the week, you probably could have caught both teams with plus lines on a few occasions. And uh, when we discussed this game on Friday, the Browns were getting points. Fast forward to today where the COVID-19 protocols have kind of cleared some of their players and now the Browns are set to be the home favorites. It still does not make this a bettable game for me. We've outlined all those major issues with the Raiders. We've mentioned how they're eh, on the road. It's such a mixed bag with them. Browns, they might be without Baker Mayfield. He, of course, tested positive last Wednesday. He's asymptomatic. He is vaccinated, which means he can test all the way up till today. And if he passes said test, guess what? He gets to play. Uh, head coach uh, Stevnoski, he's, he's probably still out as well. But what they did get cleared were a couple of offensive linemen which I feel is actually a bigger uh, of, of, of bigger importance to the Browns than getting Baker Mayfield back. With their O-line, it means Nick Chubb's going to run the ball. He's going to have a hell of a game. I don't hate Nick Mullins. you got to remember, what was this, uh, two episodes ago, right, uh, Maxie? We were talking about like the, the backup quarterbacks, some oh, of yeah. these, like, these, these third stringers. The 49ers. Like, that, the 49ers yep. had like, a, a bunch yep. of them. And Nick go. Mullins is one of these guys. And he I is. like Nick Mullins. So I think if he ends up playing – and that offensive line is is healthy it's gonna be bad for the fucking raiders but still it's too many question marks i don't know how you can bet this one uh, maybe by tomorrow some of those uh some of those games will be a little bit more bettable because things will be cleared up for there's too many question marks in this one i'm gonna lean las vegas getting those points here but i can't bet this one yeah only an idiot would bet this one and i'm that idiot i uh this season has truly fallen apart for the raiders it feels like to in a lot of different places their head coaching situation uh devolved earlier this year and it feels like it has kind of put them in a totally different place uh organizationally maybe being at a crossroads with Carr and their next coach but even with all that being said they're still six and seven the this nfl season of parody just continues and i like the Raiders to keep it within that three points. So I am going to bet the Raiders plus the three. And additionally, I'm continuing this spread bet strategy, this uh, totals strategy, Jesus, and take the under 41 in this one. Let's hope for gold. There you go. I like it. I like where your head's at. I like where both your heads are at. I do think the Raiders can keep it close. I just think this is going to be a cluster F of a game, and I'm going to put 25 bucks on the cluster fuck of a team, the Las Vegas Raiders plus three. Hallelujah. Panther would be happy, right? No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He'd be mad about something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. A game I know where all our heads are at. Vikings Bears, Max. I wonder if we're going to get a KOD on this one. I I kind of wonder. Uh, Listen, stop me if you've heard this one before. Divisional games are weird. (laughs) And now we have the Vikings heading on the road to Chicago as a touchdown favorite. Logic says jump on Chicago. I say, fuck logic. The Vikings are a six-win team. 
In those wins, only two were close, a two-point win over the Lions and a three-point win over the Packers. And by the way, if you talk about matchups, the Lions are a nightmare matchup for Minnesota. So I even take that two-point win over the Lions off the board because that's just their nightmare matchup. This team is capable of winning games by a touchdown or more. Mm. Now, it's hard to forget some of their losses, right? Five losses by four points or less. And many of those were blown leads in the fourth. So they're also capable of having a touchdown lead entering into the fourth quarter only to blow that at the very end or in overtime. But this Chicago team is not very good. They are two and four at home this season. And whenever they can muster up any fucking offense, their defense just forgets how to play. Dalvin Cook, you got to remember what he did last week coming back from a shoulder injury. Not not bad. What was 206 yards, Maxie? Yeah, it's something all like, right. Something like that. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> it's all right. Good. Uh, Chicago's defense ranks 22nd in opponents rushing yards allowed per game. Vikings on defense, very, very aggressive defensive line. Well, Chicago's offensive line is depleted. They're they're down to third stringers on that O-line. Now, we've seen some progress from Justin Fields. I've seen some progress from Justin Fields this year. I still don't trust him. He's going to be under pressure today. He's going to make some bad decisions. We know he's going to make some bad decisions. He's going to be scrambling. He's going to be running around. And so here's where I say, fuck logic. $50 bet on the Vikings. Oh, boy. Yeah. uh, Fuck logic is right. (laughs) Fuck logic is right. Um, You know, I love watching Kirk Cousins struggle in prime time. There is... Uh, is there any question at all this game will be decided by less than a touchdown? No, there's. I, it feels like it has to be some kind of last end of game score. That's going to be what it comes down to. The, the Vikings have been th- that team this year. Uh, there's no reason to trust that it shouldn't just continue to do that. And minus six and a half, it seems, uh, or plus six and a half, that seems like you know a, a great bet. I think the public is uh, definitely hammering um, the Bears right now. But divisional matchups, they they're weird, and this is going to be one of those. Coach Zimmer is coach for his job for the rest of this season, and it probably will hinge on the Vikings making the playoffs. And uh, so even so, I'm going against my better judgment, and I'm taking the Vikings minus the six and a half. And I should really stop betting for divisional matchups, but the Vikings are truly the cocaine that I cannot quit. <laughs> let's, also, let's also hit the over 44 and a half. Oh, the over 44 and a half. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Got it in. <sighs> I had two 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 schools of thought on this one. First one is just take the Bears plus six and a half. Be happy when that cashes because Vikings win, but the Vikings just don't cover. Or I just wait for the Vikings to get up by twenty one points and still take the Bears plus six and a half and then, <laughs> and then cover that one. <laughs> Man, because it's tough. It's tough. The Vikings cannot finish games. They let every single person back in. What were, I mean, Pittsburgh looked like a disaster, an absolute disaster, and they and they let Pitt, the Steelers slide right back into the game. Ah, man, I'm leaning Chicago, Chicago here plus a six and a half because they're not a very good team. They're not they're just not running very well. But live betting. Absolutely. Just hope the Vikings get up fast. Hammer, hammer, whatever live line you're getting on the Bears and cash it. I listen, I, I don't hate that philosophy. I think I think you're I think you're probably going to get uh, a really good line on the Bears there. And, but hey, we we all end up happy. Right. I think the Vikings are still going to win by a touchdown. Uh NBA, them right there. <laughs> NBA, God, the NBA fucking sucks right now. Ugh, man. I managed to get two though for you guys. Let's let's talk Houston at Chicago. <laughs> We're all gonna listen, hit the same games, all the same shitty so. games. I think so. Listen, man, I've made some money betting on Houston this season. I'm gonna try to cash another lottery ticket again today. Bulls have been beset with the COVID nineteen bug. Zach Levine still out. Now, granted, they've got DeRozan, they've got Ball, they've got Vooch. 
their talent pool is greater than Houston's. Rockets, only 3-13 and 13 on the road this season. One of those wins came two days ago in fucking Detroit. So the chances of them winning this game are slim. But it's still greater than the implied probability of this line indicating. So yeah, I'm going to take a fucking flyer here. $10 money line bet on Houston. <laughs> wow. I, uh, I just... I don't like Houston. <laughs> I I haven't and for for a little while and I mean it's crazy and it's probably going to work Mad Max but I'm I'm not touching this game. My NBA my NBA bets have been very hit or miss this year and uh if if anything I would be betting on Chicago. So let's hope that I'm in in an essence missing and you're going to hit with Houston tonight. I like your play an awful lot. I couldn't quite get there so I'm dipping my toe back in. I'm going back. They pulled me back in. Uh, Houston's catching seven and a half. I think they can do it. I'm going to put 10 bucks on Houston plus the points. All right. Hey, they were getting nine uh, like a day ago. I think yesterday they opened at nine. Yeah, it was like a nine. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Hey, uh, last one up for me. Let's talk San Antonio at Los Angeles. Paul George could be back today for L.A. returning from an elbow injury. And I think that should be able to break the Clippers two game losing streak. Uh, LA suffered a very close loss in OKC over the weekend, but now they get to return home to the Crypto Staples Arena to host a Spurs team that continues a road trip of their own. Uh, San Antonio just 5-9 and nine on the road, but one of those was a very shocking win over the Jazz just three days ago. Now, do the math. They, they played the Jazz on the road three days ago. Uh, they lost yesterday to the Kings in Sacramento. Now they get to play a game today. That is three games in four nights. Not good. For a team, especially a team like San Antonio, that uh, just doesn't have the talent to to compete here, I am banking on Paul George being back. I am even without him out there. I'm banking on San Antonio just being gassed. So a ten dollar money line bet on LA. Yeah, I like this. I I like the side that you're on. If anything, I would even be looking at the spread, the minus five for the Clippers. I feel like with or without Paul George. Three games in four days is tough on a team, and I mean San Antonio, like you mentioned, is. Just not that talent rich at this time. So I like the Clippers here. I am leaning with you. This is not my NBA bet, though. <laughs> Are you just lean? Yeah, I'm going to lean that way, too. I like it. I just I can't make the numbers work for me. So just to lean that way. I'm worried about Popovich, all these road games back to back to back. He's got to be exhausted. Missing all that Jeopardy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's it for me in the NBA. Maxi, you got anything? Uh, yes. Uh, crazy enough. The Oklahoma City Thunder at the Memphis Grizzlies. OKC has been one of those teams that just covers games. And uh, I don't see any reason why they don't keep it within the eight and a half. So they're scrappy. They're my kind of squad. I'm betting on OKC plus the eight and a half. Nine. I'll get you nine. Ooh, yeah. Give me give me the nine. I'll take the nine. <laughs> Remember the last time I'll these do- te- teams played? No, you, get, you don't remember that. Yeah, uh, I'm still scrubbing uh, I, the fucking data from my spreadsheet. It's hard to argue. I, 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 I run the numbers and I got this as a like a four or five point game here. I do think that OKC can keep it close with Memphis, um, but I thought they could keep it close last time too. I lean on the Thunder. <laughs> Yeah, let's 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 hope that history doesn't repeat itself because I like your play too. OKC should keep it within nine. I I agree. So I'm gonna put ten bucks on the the Thunder plus nine, and uh, watch them lose by I don't know what eighty. <laughs> what if what if they what if they just win by you know 
60 or something like that. And so then it's uh, it kind of evens back out. Oh, it'd be awesome just to drive Max completely insane. <laughs> I mean, he's already teetering on the edge of a nervous breakdown. Very, yeah, yeah, right. Always. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no hockey plays for me today. I'm going to lean Columbus and I'm going to lean Dallas. Those are my plays. Uh, I, not not a bettable day. Lots of lots of games postponed. You don't know who's going to play and who's not. Uh, these lines are indicative of uh, uncertainty, right? Of, uh, you know, will these games end up happening or not? Um, Dallas at home. I like them. They're a good home team. You know, I'm, I'm been a big fan of the wild, but just can't back them on the road. And then that, that Blue Jacket Sabres game, I almost bet the Sabres. I, am I fucking crazy? Like, I almost mm. bet the Sabres in that one. I, I couldn't do it. So just some leans for me. Yeah, I. Uh, you're right. You know, the N- the NHL is in a very interesting place right now with uh, COVID kind of running through the league and them kind of trying to decide how to move forward with teams. Um, but much like the NHL, I'm going to trudge on through and bet on some games today, or at least one. And it's the homer pick of the day. It's my Minnesota Wild on the road at Dallas. Uh, no, you can't trust them on the road, but uh, they had their game Saturday postponed. They had their game this last Tuesday postponed. The one that I went to, they lost to the Buffalo Sabres on Thursday was a shootout. Uh, or came down to a shootout. I think that at this time they uh, are going to be rested. They're going to show up, and I think they can win this game and stick it to the X North Stars. So uh, give me Minnesota to win. Hmm. Straight homer pick. Well, I I can't argue. I can't argue. All things being equal, I would be on this side, especially if you're catching a plus one hundred. But you know, I don't know. Things aren't equal. <laughs> both games opened up. <laughs> Max said it. Both games opened up minus one ten. Both sides. They really insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's it. What a weird way to end with that's total uncertainty. Not at all how we started. Um, <laughs> Max, we we talked about football. We talked about basketball. We talked about hockey. That is it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS and listen to anything about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Saxy, Maxi, good job filling Panthers hole. Take us home. Oh, thank you. You know, I always love filling a slot. Let me tell you, I am going to come at you with a Saxy, Maxi. Absolutely not going to hit Minnesotan parlay today. So we're just going to bet that Vikings and Bears over 44 and a half, Vikings minus the six and a half, and the Wild to win. Other than that, come say hi to us on Twitter at Betting Absolute. And when it's all said and done, let's make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 